Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Leviticus 22:26-2344. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, When an ox or a sheep or a goat is born, it shall remain 7 days with its mother, And from the eighth day on, it shall be accepted as a sacrifice of an offering by fire to the Lord. But whether it is an ox or a sheep, you shall not kill both it and its young in one day. When you sacrifice a sacrifice of thanksgiving to the Lord, you shall sacrifice it so that you may be accepted. It shall be eaten on the same day. You shall leave none of it until morning. I am the Lord. So you shall keep my commandments and do them. I am the Lord. You shall not profane my holy name. But I will be sanctified among the sons of Israel. I am the Lord who sanctifies you, who brought you out from the land of Egypt to be your God. I am the Lord. Laws of Religious Festivals The Lord spoke again to Moses, saying, Speak to the sons of Israel and say to them, The Lord's appointed times, which you shall proclaim as holy convocations, my appointed times are these. For six days work may be done, but on the seventh day there is a Sabbath of complete rest, a holy convocation. You you shall not do any work. It is a Sabbath to the Lord in all your dwellings. These are the appointed times of the Lord, holy convocations, which you shall proclaim at the times appointed for them. In the first month, on the fourteenth day of the month at twilight, is the Lord's Passover. Then on the fifteenth day of the same month, there is the Feast of Unleavened Bread to the Lord. For seven days you shall eat unleavened bread. On the first day you shall have a holy convocation. You shall not do any laborious work. But for seven days you shall present an offering by fire to the Lord. On the the seventh day it is a holy convocation. You shall not do any laborious work. 
Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the sons of Israel and say to them, When you enter the land which I am going to give to you and reap its harvest, then you shall bring in the sheaf of the first fruits of your harvest to the priest. He shall wave the sheaf before the Lord for you to be accepted. On the day after the Sabbath, the priest shall wave it. Now on the day when you wave the sheaf, you shall offer a male lamb, one year old, without defect for a burnt offering to the Lord. Its grain offering shall then be two-tenths of an ephah of fine flour mixed with oil, an offering by fire to the Lord for a soothing aroma, with its drink offering, a fourth of a hen of wine. Until this same day, until you have brought in the offering of your God, you shall eat neither bread, nor roasted grain, nor new growth. It is to be a perpetual statute throughout your generations in all your dwelling places. You shall also count for yourselves from the day after the Sabbath, from the day when you brought in the sheaf of the wave offering, you, there shall be seven complete Sabbaths. You shall count 50 days to the day after the seventh Sabbath. Then you shall present a new grain offering to the Lord. You shall bring in from your dwelling places two loaves of bread for a wave offering made of two tenths of an ephah. They shall be of a fine flour baked with leaven as first fruits to the Lord. Along with the bread, you shall present seven one-year-old male lambs without defect, and a bull of the herd and two rams. They are to be a burnt offering to the Lord with their grain offering and their drink offerings, an offering by fire of a soothing aroma to the Lord. You shall also offer one male goat for a sin offering and two male lambs, one year old, for a sacrifice of peace offerings. The priest shall then wave them with the bread of the first fruits for a wave offering with two lambs before the Lord. They are to be holy to the Lord for the priest. On this same day, you shall make a proclamation as well. You are to have a holy convocation. You shall do no laborious work. It is to be a perpetual statute in all your dwelling places throughout your generations. When you reap the harvest of your land, moreover, you shall not reap to the very corners of your field, nor gather the gleaning of your harvest. You are to leave them for the needy and the alien. I am the Lord your God. Again the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the sons of Israel, saying, In the seventh month, on the first of the month, you shall have a rest, a reminder by blowing of trumpets, a holy convocation. You shall not do any laborious work, but you shall present an offering by fire to the Lord. The Day of Atonement. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, On exactly the tenth day of this seventh month is the Day of Atonement. It shall be a holy convocation for you. And you shall humble your souls and present an offering by fire to the Lord. You shall not do any work on this same day, for it is a day of atonement, to make atonement on your behalf before the Lord your God. If there is any person who will not humble himself on this same day, he shall be cut off from his people. As for any person who does, does any work on this same day, that person I will destroy from among his people. You shall do no work at all. It is to be a perpetual statute throughout your generations in all your dwelling places. It is to be a Sabbath of complete rest to you, and you shall humble your souls on the ninth of the month at evening. From evening until evening you shall keep your Sabbath. Again the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the sons of Israel, saying, On the fifteenth of this seventh month is the Feast of Booths for seven days to the Lord. On the first day is a holy convocation. You shall do no laborious work of any kind. For seven days you shall present an offering by fire to the Lord. On the eighth day you shall have a holy convocation and present an offering by fire to the Lord. It is an assembly. You shall do no laborious work. These are the appointed times of the Lord, which you shall proclaim as holy convocations to present offerings by fire to the Lord. 
burnt offerings and grain offerings, sacrifices and drink offerings, each day's matter on its own day, besides those of the Sabbaths of the Lord and besides your gifts and besides all your votive and free will offerings which you give to the Lord. On exactly the 15th day of the seventh month, when you have gathered in the crops of the land, you shall celebrate the feast of the Lord for seven days with the rest on the first day and a rest on the eighth day. Now on the first day, you shall take for yourselves the foliage of beautiful trees, palm branches and, and boughs of leafy trees and willows of the brook. And you shall rejoice before the Lord your God for seven days. You shall thus celebrate it as a feast to the Lord for seven days in the year. It shall be a perpetual statute throughout your generations. You shall celebrate in the seventh month. You shall live in booths for seven days. All the native born in Israel shall live in booths, so that your generation may know that I had the sons of Israel live in booths when I brought them out from the land of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. So Moses declared to the sons of Israel the appointed times of the Lord. Zechariah 14. God will battle Jerusalem's foes. Behold, a day is coming for the Lord when the spoil taken from you will be divided among you. For I will gather all the nations against Jerusalem to battle, and the city will be captured, the houses plundered, the women ravished, and half of the city exiled. But the rest of the people will not be cut off from the city. Then the Lord will go forth and fight against those nations as when he fights on a day of battle. In that day, his feet will stand on the Mount of Olives, which is in front of Jerusalem on the east, and the Mount of Olives, which will be split in its middle from east to west by a very large valley, so that half of the mountain will move toward the north and the other half toward the south. You will flee by the valley of my mountains, for the valley of the mountains will reach to Azel. Yes, you will flee just as you fled before the earthquake in the days of Uzziah, king of Judah. Then the Lord my God will come and all the holy ones with him. In that day, there will be no light. The luminaries will dwindle, for it will be a unique day, which is known to the Lord, neither day nor night. But it will come about that at evening time there will be light. And in that day, living waters will flow out of Jerusalem, half of them toward the eastern sea and the other half toward the western sea. It will be in summer as well as in winter. God will be king over all. And the Lord will be king over all the earth. In that day, the Lord will be the only one and his name, the only one. All the land will be changed into a plain from Geba to Remen, south of Jerusalem. But Jerusalem will rise and remain on its site from Benjamin's gate, as far as the place of the first gate to the corner gate, and from the tower of Hananel to the king's wine presses. People will live in it, and there will no longer be a curse, for Jerusalem will dwell in security. Now, this will be the plague with which the Lord will strike all the peoples who have gone to war against Jerusalem. Their flesh will rot while they stand on their feet, and their eyes will rot in their sockets, and their tongue will rot in their mouth. It will come about in that day that a great panic from the Lord will fall on them, and they will seize one another's hand, and the hand of one will be lifted against the hand of the other. Judah also will fight at Jerusalem. And the wealth of all the surrounding nations will be gathered gold and silver and garments in great abundance. So also like this plague will be the plague on the horse, the mule, the camel, the donkey, and all the cattle that will be in those camps. Then it will come about that any who are left of all the nations that went against Jerusalem will go up from year to year to worship the king, the Lord of hosts, and to celebrate the feast of booths. 
And it will be that whichever of the families of the earth does not go up to Jerusalem to worship the king, the Lord of hosts will, there will be no rain on them. If the family of Egypt does not go up or enter, then no rain will fall on them. It will be the plague with which the Lord smites the nations who do not go up to celebrate the Feast of Booths. This will be the punishment of Egypt and the punishment of all the nations who do not go up to celebrate the Feast of Booths. In that day, there will be inscribed on the bell of the horses, Holy to the Lord. And the cooking pots in the Lord's house will be like the bowls before the altar. Every cooking pot in Jerusalem and in Judah will be holy to the Lord of hosts. And all who sacrifice will come and take of them and boil in them. And there will no longer be a Canaanite in the house of the Lord of hosts in that day. Luke 2, 1 through 20. Jesus' birth in Bethlehem. Now in those days a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that a census be taken of all the inhabited earth. This was the first census taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone was on his way to register for the census, each to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the city of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and family of David, in order to register along with Mary, who was engaged to him and was with child. While they were there, the days were completed for her to give birth, and she gave birth to her firstborn son, and she wrapped him in clothes and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. In the same region, there were some shepherds staying out in the fields and keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord suddenly stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terribly frightened. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all the people. For today in the city of David, there has been born for you a Savior who is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there appeared with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among men with whom he is pleased. When the angels had gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds began saying to one another, Let us go straight to Bethlehem then and see this thing that has happened which the Lord has made known to us. So they came in a hurry and found their way to Mary and Joseph and the baby as he lay in the manger. When they had seen this, they made known the statement which had been told to them about this child. And all who heard it wondered at the things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary treasured all these things, pondering them in her heart. The shepherds went back, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen, just as had been told them. Today's reading actually marks the beginning of Sukkot. And um, Sukkot is also known as the Feast of Booths or the Feast of Tabernacles. Uh, there's a few different purposes behind the Feast of Sukkot. Sukkot is, um, it is a festival. It's a celebration, but it's also a remembrance. You're supposed to remember the times that uh, during the harvest that you would go out and that uh, the Israelites would go out and they would actually live out in the field during the harvest times. <clears throat> There's so much work to be done there. They would be out in the field in temporary housing called sukkahs or booths. And um, 
during the Feast of Sukkot, you're remembering that, but you're also remembering that um, during the time wandering in the wilderness, they would also set up these temporary housings from when they left Egypt all the way until they went into the, the promised land, they would set up these sukkahs. And um, so they're, they're remembering and uh, as part of this festival. But the rest of this festival is about celebrating as well because it is the, the spiritual new year. Um, God was just in their presence and they asked for um, the blessings for the next year. They asked boldly what God would do for them. Uh, they're following the actual uh, feast as they are um, described in Leviticus <clears throat> as well as other places. But they're coming to the Lord and they're bringing, them, they're bringing him an offering. And they're waving before the Lord. They're presenting him with this offering. And it's also um, to unlock those blessings for that next year. Now, taking that even further, this is the time that they believe the real time when Jesus was born. was during the Feast of Sukkot or during this festival. Um, which would make sense because during Sukkot, that is when you're supposed to go to Jerusalem. If you can't make it to Jerusalem, you're supposed to go to your hometown. And so knowing that, that's why the Romans would say, hey, they're all going to be in their hometown. All these people from out in the, the um, farmlands or the outreaches are going to be in the villages. Let's go ahead and do a census. That's why they did it during the Feast of Sukkot. That's why Joseph and Mary went to Bethlehem. So when they were in Bethlehem getting the census, that's why the tax collectors took advantage of the fact that they were all together. So it all lines up. Plus also, the, um, they said that the shepherds were still in the field. And this is a time that they would be because it's before winter. They're still out in the field with their flock. And, and so... The Feast of Tabernacles, or Sukkot, is a time to also celebrate the birth of our Savior. Because that was the time when he was born. Many believe that, and I, I also believe that. So, Jesus was born during this feast. Now, if you look at what goes on during this feast, it is a big celebration with family and friends. And you live in these temporary housings. They're not supposed to have doors or uh, very temporary walls, and it's just this big festival of celebration in the streets, also resembling a wedding reception. So I, looking at, again, only the Father knows, but but they said in the in the Bible, clearly Jesus stated that there are signs and if you look for the signs, those people who know and understand those signs will know the season. They just won't know the hour of when he's going to return. For those who do not know and do not understand, he's going to return as a thief in the night. So they do kind of let us know. And also by God's own characteristic and behavior. He has not changed. He said, I'm the, the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And he fulfilled the spring uh, high holidays with Jesus' first coming. And wouldn't it make sense for him to fulfill 
fully to the hour, the second, the fall holidays, I'm sorry, with his second coming. That is the way that he performed once. Why wouldn't he do the same performance again? Because God is perfect and he's got everything planned out. But what we do know is um, Jesus is our Savior. As we have been, um, every year they were trying to to correct the wrong, the, the spiritual problem that took place in the garden. And when Jesus came, he did that. He fixed it once and for all, for everyone. So Father, thank you so much for your son. Thank you for the sacrifice. And thank you that you give us this holiday that we can celebrate in this festival, that we can celebrate you. We can celebrate the sacrifice, the birth of uh, our Savior. And the fact that you have not just fulfilled the atonement just for once, but you filled that once and for all, that we would never need to come to you with an animal sacrifice ever again. But Father, we bring to you during this time our offerings, our offerings for, for you. I just pray that you could tell us what it is that you would have us to give, what that you would have us to bring so that we can bring it to you so it could be used for your kingdom. And also offer uh, my life as a sacrifice. I offer my service as a sacrifice. I offer my time. Uh, the, the ministry that you've given to us is, is a huge blessing. And I, I'm pouring my, my effort and my time and my money into this ministry so that it can be glorious as you are glorious. Well, I'm thankful for all this and I pray for this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope that uh, that blesses you, either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family, uh, some time around God's Word, and uh, of course, that is great. I love that, and I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org. And um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, but again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless.